Hi, this is Crash Course for the Planet, your weekly bite-sized bit of what you need to know to be a good global citizen. Today, we have friend of the pod and special guest Alyssa Turner talking about the importance of bees and how they are soon disappearing. When I think of bees, there is a very specific thing that comes to mind. I was about eight years old playing at my best friend's house. We were jumping on her trampoline on this bright sunny day in the middle of the summer, and the two of us decided to see who would win in a race to her front porch. We both got a running jump start off the trampoline and sprinted as fast as we could through her yard to the front door. I beat her there, but as I slowed down, I became increasingly aware of a sharp pain in my foot every time I took a step. I sat down to see what was wrong and promptly started screaming. There were three little stingers embedded in the sole of my foot, and I had just pushed them even further in by running through the yard like I had. Her mom plucked them out with a tweezer and everything was fine, um, but it cemented my negative opinion of bees in anything that could sting for a very, very long time. Although I'm still embarrassingly frightened of buzzing insects, Taking classes in ecology has taught me how vital bees are, not only in the ecosystems they inhabit, but to human life itself. This is because bees are incredibly important in the role of pollinating our food. According to the United States Department of Agriculture, bees are responsible for pollinating 75% of U.S. grown fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Almonds, blueberries, cherries, and avocados are just a few examples of crops that are 80% or more reliant on honeybees for pollination. The crops that bees pollinate are not just the ones for human consumption, but are also the crops responsible for feeding our livestock, poultry, etc. You get the picture. All of that plant and meat production means that bees have a really vital role in the global economy. In the United States alone, pollination from bees is responsible for more than 15 billion in increased crop value each year, according to the USGS. Now, imagine if bees were to disappear. A massive food crisis would ensue around the world. And unfortunately, worldwide bee populations have been steadily declining since the 1990s. This rate of decline is even larger in the honeybee population, which are particularly important in crop pollination. Researchers have labeled this decline as colony collapse disorder, a phenomenon in which the majority of worker bees disappear from a colony and the colony cannot persist. In the U.S., 40% of the honeybee population has been lost since 2006, and this number jumps up to 45% since 2010 in the U.K. Scientists and researchers have been struggling to figure out why colony collapse disorder is occurring. Like most environmental problems, it is not one factor alone, but a variety of threats compounding upon one another that threaten this irreplaceable organism. The first problem facing the bees is habitat loss and fragmentation. Habitat loss occurs through things like building development, a road construction, and conversion of land for agricultural use. It means that bees have continuously decreasing land and resources available to live off of than they have in the past. Habitat fragmentation is a result of habitat loss and occurs when the habitat is so broken up by things like cities or agricultural fields that a population cannot easily find resources or other non-related individuals to breed with. Overall, this reduces the strength of a colony. The expansion of agricultural fields doesn't only harm bees by limiting their natural habitats. 
You would think that a beehive working to pollinate a farm would have plenty of food, like living at a buffet. However, large agricultural fields are often monocultures. Uh, relying on only one type of food creates a nutritional deficit for bees, the same way that we wouldn't be able to persist on only spinach or granola bars or something. The other problem with monocultures is that the flowers don't continuously bloom, so the bees don't always have a staple food source. Essentially, monocultures can cause starvation in colonies. Another big threat is pesticide use. Everyone has probably heard of DDT and Rachel Carson's Silent Spring. While DDT may not be used anymore, the chemicals that have replaced it bring their own issues. Neonicotinoids are a chemical family found in 24% of the global market for pesticides and work by attacking the nervous system of insects. They can do serious damage to bee colonies over time. For example, let's say a population of bees is pollinating apple trees that have been sprayed with pesticides. The contaminated pollen they gather is taken back to the hive and accumulates, poisoning the bees. The poisoned bees die from convulsions and paralysis or become disoriented and weak, leaving the bee unable to get back to its hive, after which it will most likely starve and die. Um, it can also leave a bee more susceptible to other stressors, like disease or parasites. And speaking of parasites, there are several that afflict our bee populations. One example are tracheal mites, which lay their eggs inside the breathing tubes of bees and suck the fluid of the bees, weakening them. Another parasite is Varroa destructor, a mite that lays eggs on bee larvae, which are baby bees, and feeds on their fluids. This leaves the baby bees with just enough strength to crawl out of their hive capsules, releasing the now-grown mites to prey on other larvae in the colony. These mites also hang out and feed on adult bees, shortening their lifespan. These parasites can often inflict diseases on bees that cause birth defects and lead to the weakening and ultimately the death of the colony. Now combine all these threats with changes in life cycle from climate change and increasingly inbred colonies from dwindling population numbers, and anyone could see that the future is not looking bright for our buzzing friends. Robot pollinators are in the works, but as we have already lost 40% of our bee population in the past 15 years, they most likely will not be ready to replace bees by the time our food starts to become threatened. Instead of seeking to replace bees and not making any changes to the problems facing bee populations, humanity needs to realize that our lives are intimately connected with that of nature, especially to these amazing little insects. Businesses are realizing this, and there are efforts to genetically engineer crops that have a built-in defense mechanism for damaging species, thus lowering the impact on helpful species like the honeybee. However, due to low public opinion of GMO crops, this kind of gene edit is not widely used. Unfortunately for now, it seems that the fate of the dwindling bee population is left unknown. Thanks for listening to another episode of Crash Course for the Planet. This episode was written by Alyssa Turner and recorded by Alyssa Turner and edited by me, Charles Olson. Again, thanks for listening. See you on Monday.